coming up on Thornton Lasso Sports. Well, I tell you what, guys, it's so great to be back here. These guys love to talk about how I'm, I'm so busy for them with all with everything, He's all the jobs man. that I have, everything that I do. Yeah. That I'm taking time out of my busy schedule when they've had the freaking Marty Ray project. Uh, Coach Brett Hickman and, instead of Sam, which is the upgrade in the Hickman family, and <laughs> Sam, I hope you're watching to hear that. Uh, what's up? What's happening, people? It's another week. Another week, another podcast. Another podcast. Kind of how this thing rolls. But this podcast is different. It's, it's special. It's very special. We have a featured guest has been on a few times. Yeah, a couple times. Super special guy. Uh, he's special, all right. Special. I didn't say like special. But he's special. He's special in the head. Um. Yeah. So, Mr. Have- Ashton, our our WWE guy. Yeah, our wrestling man. Yeah, our wrestling man. What's up, Ashton? What's up, guys? And you are right. This podcast is really about to be something special. Oh God. Post SummerSlam matchup. Yeah. I tell you what. I tell you what, guys. It's so great to be back here. These guys love to talk about how I'm. I'm so busy. For them, with all, with everything, He's all the jobs man. that I have, everything that I do, yeah. that I'm taking time out of my busy schedule when they've had the freaking Marty Ray project, uh, Coach Brett Hickman and, instead of Sam, which is the upgrade in the Hickman family, and <laughs> Sam, I hope you're watching to hear that. Oh, uh, well, brother. I, before we so get, I had to bring those guys in to help their ratings just a little bit, but yeah, because yeah, you brought them down. Yeah, because you, you made us crash, dude. Had nobody watching. Sorry, man. The people logged off. They found your big head on there, and they're like, "I can't stand him. I got to go." Man, big head. Yours has its own gravitational orbit. So thank <laughs> you very much. Hey, so before we get started, I've got. Five minutes, quick five minutes here. So, like three, you get three. Oh, I got three minutes. Yeah. All right. So, this three week, minute three minute one. All right, here we go. So, this week, uh, got some guys down from New Jersey. Yep. Playing golf with them all week. You got to give them a shout out. We got Hugh Grande, Grant Grenade's brother. Yep. We got Ray Catch. We got uh, Brian. Don't know your last name, Brian. Sorry. Sorry, Brian. No, no. I got Matt Freakhead. Okay. He knows who he is. We don't. <laughs> I got little Matt, who's going to be a, a heck of a golfer when he gets to play more. And his dad buys him some clubs. He buy your son some clubs. Well, Jesus. He's got a job and buys own. Dude, he's got a good job. His daddy should buy some clubs for him. You know? Well, if he has a job, why don't he buy his own clubs? Because his dad should buy them for him. That's no, what he it, should it buy always should be. Clubs. No. Right. Anyway. If he wants them, buy them. Anyway, look. I'm no. yours, like you. No, Hugh. You. I know. It's great. <laughs> So, here we go. So, anyway, I just want to get a couple of guys what a shout out. Jamie? I mean, he's not down from New Jersey, but, I mean. Yeah, Jamie Stanley, you know, Sid Long. Yeah. yeah. You know, them two uh-huh. local boys. It's, we don't care about them. We talk about the guys from New Jersey. Okay. Jersey boys. You know, got one guy. Well, unless they're watching us in New Jersey, I don't really care yeah, about them. Yeah, they, they are. They, they're watching okay. us. Okay. Yeah, my man. Nobody he, else is watching by this point, so why would they? I'm just a dude. They watch because, <laughs> look, my cousin Mark's on. I got, we got six people. My dude's already comment. Man, that's blood, man, family. He just said, what's up, guys? Yeah. He's talking to me, though. He's talking to y'all. He said, guys. He's me. That's plural. I'm plural because I'm a I mean, plural guy. You're about the size of about two or three guys. Well, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. Oh, God. So, start off early in the morning playing golf. Now, there's three men. I'm riding around with Hugh and his son, Matt. And his other son, 
you know, we just, you know, have a good time playing golf. Well, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I had me three beers. Mm-hmm. You know, I drank a lot. Let me tell you. Oh, three? Yeah, I had yeah, a whole three. three. Well, we get to the 17th hole. Well, in between the 16th and 17th hole. Mm-hmm. 17th, which was number eight at River's Edge. Golf course is in great shape. You want to come play? Shalote, North Carolina, River's Edge Country Club. Anyway, to me, I was like, I feel rough. I had these nice knickers on. I bought some knickers, like Payne Stewart knickers. I was I was killing it, cuz. I'm telling you, I had to out I had to fit. Had nice knickers on, pulled up, you know, Payne Stewart stuff. Well, I was chilling. You know, so get that hole. I was like, I've been down the seventeenth hole, you know, put on the sixteenth hole, putting. Bro, get a little wavings. Mm. Get to the T box on the way to the T box, get a little dry heaving. Like, Ooh, what's wrong? Pants too tight. Son. On the <laughs> teed up on 17. <laughs> now I ain't throw up. I seen like five balls. I said, like, boys, this ain't good. You said, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't know. I think that monkey might be getting on my back. I hit the ball, set in the cart, and I started the dry heaves. You said, son, what in the world? I said, I think I need to go to the truck. Got too hot. Too hot with them beer. No Gatorade. Cause so what you get riding around that gas them. truck all day not doing nothing. I, I see, that's where you're wrong. I don't even ride around the gas truck no more. Well, whatever. It's I sit behind the desk. Oh, see, you sit behind the desk, see? Yeah. You should have just left it alone after that. That does it every time. Yeah. Being fat. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I just want to thank you for hey, taking cousin, care of me. Cousin Mark helped build that course. He helps build every course around here. Oh, uh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, shape master because he he's oh, like the head, yeah he's the big oh, one there. Cool. Yeah, he helped Caledonia and all that. He helped St. James a lot. Yeah, they needed it. Mm, I hit that place. But anyway, I know y'all didn't want to hear that, but I just want to give the Jersey Boys a good shout so, out. So let's get Ray, to Nick, and all them. People leave the podcast. Yeah, like they, we start talking about wrestling. So we'll start with sorry, BJ, cover your ears. We're starting with NXT Takeover. Why are you starting with the minor leagues? Because it nobody happened. cares about the people minor leagues. Care. Nobody cares about NXT. Me and Ashton care, so that's all that matters. What up, Jamie? Thanks, bud. Y'all just missed a shout-out. It's be a better brand you'd know if you'd watch, but that's another story. So, oh, first gosh. match of the night, Finn Balor, Timothy Thatcher, really good opener. Thatcher is old school, great shooter heel gimmick. They worked very well together. One shot in the match made me think that Finn was trying to goad him in with the leg injury and was just selling it, but it was yeah. kind of telegraphed. It didn't take it away. Finn Balor won with a knee to a face. Nobody cares. It was a good match. Very nobody cares. Timothy Thatcher's good. I, I don't care. It is nobody cares about no at least the minor leagues. Look, <laughs> somebody called Sod Meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Nick. <laughs> What's up, Nick? New Jersey that, that boy. Was a, that was good. That was good though. Yeah. Uh, nobody cares about the nobody. Listen to me. Nobody cares about the minor leagues. I know you and Kenny, y'all love NXT, and it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It is terrible. It is dookie. It's dookie. No. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue on with this NXT. Blech. So we can get to the. We don't have to talk about all the NXT. Just the highlights. I'm gonna I'm gonna milk this thing for all it's worth here. So the ladder match was up for the North American, which was title, great. Uh, Wild and crazy stunts like pretty much any other ladder match that you see nowadays. Um, The crowd healing on Velveteen Dream with all his recent uh, controversy. They went silent for everything he did. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, The Bronson Reed frog splash off the ladder. With Candice LeRae on his back? He had Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano's wife, on his back while he did 
I don't care. Nobody cares about yeah, NXT. There is nobody that cares about NXT. And then just get to the main event. Everybody they now people. One. No, nobody. Yelling. Look, they will hear you in New Jersey yelling like that. Look, you do leave my Jersey boys alone. I'm not, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about you. Well, you keep right on. I mean, you gonna have. A, I'm gonna have a table, ladders, and chairs, man. Jersey still has to burn off of BJ from this weekend. Listen. So, kind of the match we were all kind of hoping to see here: the Adam Cole and Pat McAfee match. That's great. Super confusing to watch. Uh, McAfee was initially the baby face when Adam Cole did the whole spiel on his radio show that one day, and then immediately two weeks after that becomes a heel by kicking Adam Cole square in the head on NXT one weekend, um, and then goes out last week, cuts a better heel promo than I've heard on NXT in probably three or four years. You know why? You know why? Because it's the minor leagues. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Pat McAfee. Hey, Nobody I tell you cares. what, for Pat McAfee to have never really like wrestled a true wrestling match, he did pretty pretty daggone good. I will I will give him well, that. He's actually been training for the last two or three well, years. I, I with, know he's uh, been training, but I'm just saying for an actual match. Rogers, he used to be the big head trainer with OVW. And um but the thing about it is if some with somebody of the degree of Adam Cole Baby why is he having such a hard time defeating this guy? I can tell you why, because he's my size of Pat McAfee. He's like six foot three, two hundred forty five pounds of professional Adam athlete. Cole's smaller than me. That's what I'm saying. He's a little prick. Pat, Pat he's Pat like McAfee you, Ashton. Most, he's a little prick. He's the most Ashton's athletic big. punter I've ever okay, seen. Pat McAfee is the most athletic punter I've ever seen in my life. Hey, um, homeboy, homeboy was in George, BJ. He George. was in George. Cut off George. He jumped. Cold. He jumped from. The ring floor to the top rope. Because he's stone cold. He got George on. He's stone like, cold. I like old Pat. Stone cold. He, he should be on. He should be on ESPN. Landed on his feet and then jumped back up yeah. from the, from the ring onto the you top. You watch that match, BJ. Adam Cole. I don't care if you watch any of the match. You have to watch the Adam Cole Pat McAfee match just to be impressed with Pat McAfee. I'm impressed with him anyway. Okay, well, Pat McAfee is amazing. Before. Give him a microphone on Monday Night Football. Exactly. Just give him a microphone on Monday Night Football. Get the frick out of the way. Yeah. And what does that say about the rest of your talent roster, not just on NXT, but everybody else in the company, that an outside part-time and football player comes out there and cuts a better heel promo than anybody on your roster has cut in years? You want me to tell you why? Tell you? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? He said anybody. I'm yeah. like, wrong with SmackDown, too. This, can I tell you? Because they they're terrible. You tell you why else? Because nobody cares about NXT. He's talking about wrong with SmackDown, too. It was a really good promo. You would know if you watched it. If you I wasn't watching watch that crap because it's crap. You heard that, BJ. It's crap. It's crap. And I just you said NXT and I tuned it out. It's like when Kenny says the boss is the best female wrestler ever. I did not say that. You I have never said that. You just tuned him out. I will never say that ever. That's Ashton's favorite. Kenny's oblivious to the truth on that. But anyway, so it just it felt weird that Pat McAfee was so dominant in his his first ever match. But objectively, he looked good, and it, the match was objectively good too. Um, women's match, uh, I'm with you on this one. BJ didn't really care. Not much to say. It was it was good. Um, I think by the end of the year, Dakota Kai will probably be champion. Um, and then Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross. Went way too long. 
worst match of the night, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Lacked real sense of energy. Slow, methodical. I want to see what they Look do how here. big he is. He's the size of his table. But he's treading awfully close to Sable Mark Marrow territory because, let's be honest, Scarlett Bordeaux is the real star of that duo. Yeah. Um, I know. And, he like, and he's anybody dislocated his shoulder or something, too. He did. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, so in a matter of about six to eight weeks, they've managed to make Keith Lee a double champion at the end of a big show. And in a matter of weeks, they nearly killed him dead. If you guys watched Raw last night, they changed his music up. They changed his he's outfit. Hey, he's, they said he approved a music change, though. I don't care what they say. He's stupid. I would. I mean, WWE I, has gone my, to shit in the handbags. I'm my, sorry. He's my, this on his own. He's, my, he's my, seriously he's mistaken, and he's dangerous. If he my. was told to change this, he's very misguided and needs to probably start listening to some different people backstage. Um, I mean, I, I feel guy, like my first I, debut on Raw I wouldn't challenge Randy Orton. I mean, I'd have picked on like somebody else. Picked on me. Somebody fat and slow like him. He's the size, like I said, he's the size of this freaking table. I want to see you and Keith Lee go at it. Shoot, because you don't want to see that. <laughs> Why? Because he's going to embarrass you. That's, a, that's an athletic big man. Because you never see that. You should see me. See that. Uh, let's see who, who we got to call to make that happen. Um, Brian, get on so with that. We'll move, we'll move on to what BJ came here for. Um, SummerSlam 2020. First of all, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys here first. What are your thoughts on the Thunderdome creation? I think they are they are grasping at straws. They seen the NBA do it, and they said, ooh, that looks cool. Let's do it. Literally, they know nobody is watching it. They're trying to pump crowd noise it's in pre- it. It's pretty cool. No, it's not. It's I think, terrible. I think it's cool. What they need to do is do like AEW's doing and start letting fans come into arenas. And they do sparsely apart. It's in but Florida. See, see, here's the problem. Here's okay. the problem with this. What? I'm listening. If WWE would have said it first that they're going to allow so many fans in or whatever, everybody would have jumped down Vince's throat saying, he just wants the money, this and that. But AEW does it, and it's a great idea. No, it's a great idea, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Same thing like the Miami Dolphins. They come out this way and say, nobody, <laughs> they're always at pandemic. Talk time. about something nobody, nobody cares the about. The well, I'm just saying. They can't even give tickets away. Yeah, they can. Just like the Chargers. Can't give tickets away. Well, that's the Chargers. When's the last time you seen the Dolphin Stadium pack? I'll wait. When Miami Hurricanes played the Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> <laughs> but Back anyway. In 2004 when North Carolina knocked off num- number one Miami Hurricanes. With Julius Peppers, baby. Um, my initial thoughts on it, when it comes to technological innovation and making a TV product as far as a visual standpoint, I mean, creative be damned, um, there is a lot of things that WWE does well. Um, the quick camera cuts are bad. We've been saying that for years, yeah. though. But aside from that, I liked it because now they they have – their own cre- their their creation that kind of separates themselves from what AEW is is doing. Um, yeah. It looks like an arena the way they shoot it. The 360 degrees of pyro is not something you're going to get in a full arena, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, they WWE now has the potential to control a hundred percent of their environment from 
aesthetics to the way they see fit. And they didn't control. Hold up, hold up, hold up. They missed a couple. They things. missed a couple things. Like I seen Chris Ben wash up quite a few times. Yeah, they're gonna have to work out. Uh, the somebody, out. Did you see what somebody did? What? Somebody accidentally played like somebody not accidentally on purpose or whatever. Played like KKK footage, so they're having to address that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and, and we'll ah. we'll talk about we'll talk about bad wrestling fans here in just a moment. But um, from a visual standpoint, it looked it looked cool. So uh, we'll start off with um, because because these matches um, involve a common opponent, we're just kind of we'll just lump them together and get the trash out of the way, as they Amen. say first. Um, the women's matches, Bailey and Asuka for the SmackDown women's title, and then Asuka and Sasha Banks for the Raw women's title. Um, Bailey and Asuka have good chemistry, and, and Asuka managed to make Sasha look less clumsy than she already does. Uh, <laughs> one thing that stands out is Asuka loves her some jumping DDTs. Don't she did she. one from steps to the floor in the Bailey match and then did one from the second rope to the ring in the Sasha in the Sasha Banks match. Neither one was the finish. I would just like to point that out. Yeah. I agree. Do these do none of these wrestlers care about any sort of sense of believability anymore? Nah. Man, I like it I, I it's like the rest of this stupid junk. I can't watch it. I tried look, I He's I so said angry. I can't watch. I, I sat there and I had on, my wife said, you got the podcast week. Well, you got to watch the pay-per-view. I said, I don't want to watch it. She said, why? I said, it sucks. It's terrible. I said, this is absolutely, it's just terrible. It sucks. I, you know, I, and I, and I love having Ashton on. I love talking wrestling, but geez, give me something. Yeah, They're not giving me crap to the women's watch. Match wasn't, they they could have been better, but look, I'm telling you, there's it's Pluger, shut up. We ain't talking about college basketball. Duke sucks. <laughs> but I'm just saying, dude, I, it's just terrible. Yes, you can call me Roy Cooper tonight because I am ticked off. It's trash. Roy's mad. We about to get shut down. It's right, trash. Pause for a minute just to calm Roy down. Roy's going to shut down here soon. said that Mark um, uh, Hold, hold a second. Wait a second. We're, we're trying to get BJ a break. He's going to breathe. Yeah. He says um, Mark White worked for uh, Shape Masters. He actually owns his own company now. It's called Land Innovation. Because I am sorry. Job, my fault. But he started at Shape Masters. I know that for a fact. But y'all, if you golf course needs, you golf course, you're a land developer watching this. And if you are, thank you. But if you're looking for something to do with your land, get Mark White call it. Land Innovation. 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 It's your cousin. You're supposed to know this. Dude. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, like, keep in touch with your family. It's probably Mark calling right now. No. <laughs> Hey, cuz. Yeah. My bad. Land Innovations. I got you, cuz. My bad. Okay, Ashton, back to wrestling. Back to wrestling. Stay calm, man. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. So, the big takeaway is obviously the storyline between Bailey and Sasha. Uh, Bailey should have dropped the dead weight a long time ago, and but now we are officially on our way to a split, and hopefully it ends with Bailey laying out Sasha Banks so badly that she finally realizes she needs to find a new line of work. Oh, yeah. Sasha still does not have a single successful title defense of that Raw Women's Championship ever. Yeah. Yeah, you can get ready. That They're going to carry that. To, that's going to happen at WrestleMania. Just get ready. Get ready. It's going to happen at WrestleMania. You go ahead and mark that down. 
And they'll probably say, oh, this needs to be the main event. No. no. I'm just – get ready. Hey, BJ, BJ, one quick question for yeah, you. Yeah, brother. Does Cam Newton have a job yet? <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, Cam Newton has a job. To, so on moving to the next on match. to the Raw Tag Team match, uh, match was fine, but nothing more than anything we've seen from they these teams done on more Raw. A lot more. Def- definitely capable of better, but Vince McMahon does not like tag, t- tag team wrestling. Bianca um, Belair should have been out there. Where the where the hell has she been? She she showed up. She was there for like a week and then gone. Um, but, my, but like I was, who is writing this crap? Who's writing it for WWE right now? Who is head of creative and writing? Because right now they need to be. This fired. is what I, this is what I was getting to, BJ. So it always seems from from the very beginning, back around WrestleMania when Zelina Vega brought this group of guys together there the majority of the year has with the story has sent has seemed like they have always got tension with them no matter how many title shots they get there's always tension between them so it kind of makes sense to not put the belts on a dysfunctional group so so little Little accidental, I can give him credit for that one. Um, Montez Ford hits a pretty 180 frog splash. Yes, I mixed on the Street Profits uh, tag reign. The only memorable feud has been with the Viking Raiders for all the wrong reasons. I agreed. Oh, I can't. can't, I'm not disagreeing with you one bit, brother. Keep on. So bringing it on back to the conversation of bad wrestling fans so the next match was mandy rose against sonia deville and up until friday night on smackdown had been advertised as a hair match but because of a very real and very creepy and very scary situation where a fan with obvious mental issues yes tried to break into sonia deville's house to kidnap her wrestling fans we are already the redheaded stepchildren of the sports world. Don't make it Please any worse. Please don't make it worse yes. for us. Was it you asked you? <laughs> no. No, he'd have been after Becky. <laughs> you watch your mouth about my wife now. Um, the match looked like it was taking place underwater. Neither one of these girls are really polished workers, although Sonya Deville's gimmick w- would have made it easier for her in the type of match they were trying to have. Um, yeah, I don't really have nothing else to that say. Trash. It, 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 the writing was on the wall when the whole when the whole real life thing happened. It was written. It was the writing was on the wall that Sonya Deville is going to have to take time off to, you know, deal yes. with legal no issues, possibly possibly moving and oh, all yeah. that entails just yeah. for her own mental health. I'm surprised she even I mean, showed. I'm be honest with you. I, I'm surprised that WWE didn't just go ahead and just nick it off, nick it off and just let that walk away. With everything, because I tip of the cap to Sonya Deville for going out and performing for what she went through that week. I, you know, I'm just saying. You should have given him a Wahoo McDaniel. Not giving. I'm not giving Kenny a chop, and Kenny King's not giving me a chop. I'm not doing that. Okay. We don't no have chop. professionals do that. Yeah, yeah we have to kill professional not, wrestlers. So what was our next match, Ashton? And we're am- amateur podcast hosters, by the way, too. <laughs> we're almost professional. Uh, well, we're professional. You might Every, be amateur, but I'm a professional. Everybody except Brian is an amateur on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with you. Love you too, bud. I can't, I can't argue. Um, got $5 later. <laughs> next, 
The next match, we had Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio. Um, best match of the night. So crazy. Thank you, Ashton. No. Ashton thank no. you. Thank that, you. Dude, this man was no. texting me during it, saying it was the I, worst I, match ever. Oh, my God. Yo, it was absolutely, the guy was trembling trying to climb up to the second rope. Man, he's doing it in front of his mom and daddy. I, I, this match was absolutely garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Just garbage. So, I'm going to differentiate the two debuts that we saw this weekend. Dominic actually wrestled like a rookie having his first match, whereas Pat McAfee wrestled like a WWE 2K creator wrestler with his levels jacked all the way up. Um, My man was this, on fire. Do you watch it? No, but he's Pat I mean, McAfee. Obje- ob- objectively, Pat McAfee is is very good, and he's got the gift of gab and a and a great personality. He's a better heel than anybody on the show right now. I don't know, Barry but I'm Cormus just trying. To, I'm trying to differentiate the two, BJ. Thank you very much. Um, the storytelling has been great throughout this whole this whole story. Even though I'm not a fan of this Messiah gimmick, uh, the one peeve uh, I had with this match, Dominic's outfit, um, had a hood attached to it, and he did everything in his power for us not to see it. Much like it, it wouldn't be a, a Mysterio match without a Mysterio family member having to mess with their gear. Am I right? Booyaka, booyaka, six one nine, booyaka, booyaka. It was a good match. You were drunk. You were drunk. Golly, you guys, I don't know what y'all smoking, but you need to. Let me tell you something. Y'all need to. Are you drunk and angry? No, I'm not drunk and angry. I've been drinking Sundrop. I'm just telling you. You're definitely angry. I'm just telling y'all. How can you. Y'all have been watching Terrible Wrestling so long you actually thought this was a good match. You need a cheeseburger. No, I don't need a cheeseburger. You get hangry. No, I'm not hangry. You need a Snickers, BJ. (laughs) No, I don't need Snickers. You're not chewing your hunger. What? What I need is for y'all to actually go back. You can go on the WWE. You got WWE Network. You got the network. Go on the network. And please just go back to 1999 and just look at any role you want to look at. Even the guys that were Phineas and Ferb and all them Bobos, they were putting on better shows and talking better than any they, what's going on nowadays. It's absolutely it's dog time. trash. They to say what they wanted to. This is dog trash. They can say what they wanted to. Back this is dog trash. Okay, well, anyway, it was a good match. No, it was not. It was trash. <laughs> it was trash. It's about like Ashton's hitting. It was trash. Hey, uh-huh. I've seen him hit a few. He's pretty good. He's not trash. Throw that rubber if you ever want to find out, BJ. Because, oh. <laughs> hey. So, hey. title match uh, before BJ has an aneurysm <laughs> on us. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Good this match. was a good match. No, it was. It was a trash finish. You talking about trash? No, that was not. That match was trash. No, Randy Orton should win. I'm just out of this show at this point. No, you're, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ashton. Go ahead. My bad. Calm I down, apologize. BJ. I apologize. God. So the slow, methodical pace actually worked for this because Randy Orton is so good with his movements and mannerisms that he can keep the energy of the match going, whereas yep. Keith Lee the experience to to do that um drew whiffed on the claymore and then one with a backslide and tom phillips could not wait to until the three count was up before he shoehorned the you'll never see it coming tagline in there could you be any less subtle (laughs) he's terrible on the mic too but no it did to me randy orton is right now the best the company has going 
Plain and simple. Him and, the Fiend, him and the Fiend are the best going right now. They're the best thing going. But that match was great. That match had everything you do. And it's a finish. You, you figured he was going to hit the RKO. He's going to kick out. He hit RKO again. He's going to kick out. He's going to try to punt him. You know, he kick out. And then Drew McIntyre's going to hit the Claymore. He's going to kick out Claymore. That's that's awesome. But he won with a backslide. A ton of ma- I've seen Rick Flair win thousands of matches with the backslide pulling the tights. I just don't get why payback, Randy Orton's fighting Keith Lee and not Drew McIntyre for the championship. But it's probably because he punted him in the head a couple times. Last yeah, night. you seen him last night. He looked like, looked like me on the golf course yesterday. On whole seventeen, it was a good, it was a good match. But that to me was the best match of the whole pay per view. Go ahead, sir. I'll turn it back over. Hulk Hogan used to win with a leg drop. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think Drew winning was the right call, despite what others may think about that. But who's left for him to, who's left for him to face right now? Like, who does he have left to face before he ultimately has to drop this title to somebody? I'm telling you, somebody's coming. That we don't know yet. Somebody switching brands or something. something's going to happen that we don't see coming. And he's going to lose it to Otis, who has the money in the bank. Yes, in please case God, else on. forgot about that. Fat boys unite! Yeah, that would be Side meat. So the I love event y'all. Of the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Braun Strowman for the Universal <laughs> Title. Uh, Used Alexa Bliss throughout the whole buildup of this Cannot match. Not even have her tonight. Um, somehow becomes a false count anywhere match, even though I, you know, from what I saw of SmackDown Friday, there was no mention of it. Uh, false count anywhere match that stayed inside the arena. Good, good work, guys. Uh, yeah, I hate that. That's the only, that's the only thing I hate. It's false count anywhere should not end in the ring. No, it'd be like the old school days. You out there in the crowd, you fighting. There's no crowd. Them, them they could be backstage or somewhere. Yeah, There's no crowd. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know what you're saying. It's it just, like and I said before. It is. This was, set up, this was set up for somebody to get thrown in a, in a, body, a body of water tonight, and it didn't happen. Um, yeah. Braun Strowman looks like the biggest idiot in the world, and hey, he has looked that way for a lot of his WWE run. By taking a box cutter and exposing the wood underneath the ring just to get Sister Abigail on it twice and two times. Here's, here's the thing. I love Braun Strowman. And he's he- a strong guy, but here's 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 the point right here. Somebody's in his ear and he's doing exactly he don't know how to go outside the box. He does exactly if they say jump, he says how high. He's a yes man, plain and simple. What he needs, he needs is somebody like y'all remember the corporation with Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, where they had the Rock there. You know, yes, the Rock worked the mic, and he was a great heel. But Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon made him that heel when he was part of the corporation, and with Stone Cold, Braun Strowman needs somebody to come out and take the microphone from him so he can quit hollering like me, and let him wrestle and give him the points that he needs. I thought he was going to cut the dreads off of him. The thing. That's what I thought. Hey, I, that boss I, cutter, I was like, always cutting the dreads. That's what I thought. But then it didn't. And then Alexa Bliss, I thought she was gonna come out and like yeah. like stop she him. Should have distracted Bray. And then we had then we had the now, great the funniest thing I have not laughed this hard in a long time. Well, Big Teeth. Big, Big teeth, teeth showed up. Big Teeth. Uh yeah, Dude. we don't get any time to celebrate because Roman Reigns comes back and lays both of them out. Um 
And this I'm, this I'm, Bray Wyatt wait. got thrown into the concrete Friday night on SmackDown, popped up out the ambulance. But Bray, but Roman Reigns speared him twice, and he's out. And he's out cold. Can't come up. That's some. If that don't tell you foreshadowing, this coming well, up Sunday, it's a triple threat. Yeah, this coming up Sunday. Braun, you know what? Braun and Bray gonna team up together, beat the crap out of Roman. That's what no, I guarantee it ain't gonna happen. Tell what's gonna break happen. his face. I, Watch this. Roman Reigns and him, them horse teeth he got now. <laughs> it's bad. Too. It's so bad. Oh. He's going to win the title. They've been trying to put him, put get, put the title on him ever since WrestleMania. Plain and simple, everybody knows that he's a wrestling fan. I don't like it. But anyway, the show like sucked. It I was don't terrible. Like big dog. Um, I kind of w- would like to see. He was certainly acting more heelish uh, Sunday night when he came back. Um, so but he's got to go full heel. He can't do this half heel stuff he's been trying to do. He's got to go full on heel. He has to. It, he has to have his die Rocky die moment where he just goes out and tells all the fans to shove it. And I don't care whether you like me or not. That's something he should have done a long time ago. And he was certainly acting more heelish, at least from my perspective. On his shirt Sunday was night. very heelish. Uh, yeah. Wreck everything and leave. Yeah. But, uh, but now we get a triple threat match. Like you said, this weekend, um, teeth, Wonder who's going to win that one. Yeah, uh, the big dog. T, the big dog. T. He's going to win it. They'll throw toothbrushes at him. <laughs> That'll be great. He has to go to the, he has to go to the airport to get them cleaned. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to ask you a question, <laughs> asking your honest opinion. Because uh, Kenny don't know crap about wrestling, so I'm going I'm to ask you, because we've got some Bible knowledge. Don't you think that it would have helped Bray, or not, not, I mean, Braun, help Braun out tremendously if he would have come out like Stone Cold. I know they say he's copying Stone Cold, but if he just come out and just said F you to everybody and just done what the hell he wanted to do and just beat the crap out of people like the old road yeah. warriors. Yeah. If he'd have done that, he'd have been over with the fans like it was no Well, game. when he had to get these hands gimmick, he was over with the fans and they never like pursued it. My thing is he needs to just go out there and just He just don't do what he wants. He's big. Who's going to stop him? Mm. Bobby Lashley? No. That's the <clears throat> biggest man. Did you watch did, I know this is we finished with pay per view. That was the final pay per view thing. Don't talk about. Don't talk about what you're gonna talk about. It's stupid. Did you watch <laughs> Raw last night, Ashton? Are you talking about Underground? Yes. That stuff's so stupid. Did you see? So stupid. <laughs> MVP needs to go home. Your time's up. There ain't no more TikToking on your clock. Business. Yeah, because he's hurt all the time. Because he's like sixty. <laughs> Tick tock. You go home. Um, to, to answer to answer your first question, EJ, um, man, good job, Roy. Yeah, Ron just to me comes comes off as very robotic, and what he says is not him coming up with it. You got to remember, this is not some new argument us as wrestling fans have been having just just in 2020. This has been going on for a long time, and you can trace it all back to the Stone Cold podcast that he had Vince McMahon on where I remember they were stone cold kind of asked the question of, you know, I see a lot of guys in the back when I come to the shows now that are kind of walking on eggshells, they're kind of afraid to speak up because they think they're going to lose their push or they're going to lose their spot or whatever. And stone cold kind of, kind of told him like when, when I was going and when triple H and the rock and the undertaker and all them were having their big run, he called Vince out. He said, you know, you you kind of just let us do our own thing out there, and 
nowadays everything is so pre-planned and and scripted it just comes off very inauthentic and ho 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 time stop talking stop talking ho ho time we got a port we got breaking news breaking news right we don't really know how true this is we got breaking news, Ashton. We don't know how true this is. Across the phone, this is important. That's a qu- it's actually a question for you. Yeah, from a, from you ready? A, from a, from a, a fan. You ready? Straight to you. <laughs> hey, Thor Lads and Sports, ask Ashton when he's going to take me on that date. It's from Melinda Burgett. Do you know her? Hmm. I don't know her. Do you know her? <laughs> We're waiting. Uh... Friday night, seven thirty. Oh, Ooh, we got a date and time. Mm. Friday night, seven thirty. Uh. We get the people what they want. Yes, you got it, Melinda. You got it, girl. Send us some money. That's right. You welcome. <laughs> Look at Ashton. I can't believe it. Get the dessert. It cost them more money. Yeah, that's right. That's my, that's my compensation. This is what's for it, by the way. <laughs> But anyway, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Since everything is so pre-planned and so scripted nowadays, yeah. um, so and that's that answer gives you my answer to the whole Braun Strowman dilemma. Um, it kind of just it, it seems that same way. Nobody's nobody is brave enough to speak up to the old man anymore. Not since uh, CM Punk had his pipe bomb yeah. mic drop. Yeah, exactly. That was the great. That was he so was awesome. he was the last. He was the last one. It was like between when once, once CM Punk left and Cena left, it's like everybody's like, "Oh crap, we need to just stop, and we need to, whatever Vince McMahon says goes, whatever Triple H says goes. Don't kick the system, or we're gonna be down in NXT MVP whatever land, minor leagues. But we can get off wrestling now. We can go to actual stuff that people probably might care about. Okay. It was something me and Ashley talked about a little bit today. He called me today. He called me too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, something that was really good, though, was he brought up, we didn't bring it up last week because we had bread on, the Fernando Tatis situation with the San Diego Padres. Don't get me started. I hear My exact words were, I hope he swings at every 3-0 pitch and hits every single one of them out of the park. And if you got a problem with that, you need to grow up. I had to explain to Cassidy because she, when the, we, we, I saw watched the highlights on my phone, and she asked what everybody's mad about. So I had to kind of explain to her like the unwritten rule of baseball. Yeah, I play baseball. But I've always been the whole thing. Look, if you don't want the man to hit it, don't try to get him out. Yeah. Everybody Why, knows if you, if you throw him through, if you if you're just going to walk him, just walk him. Go ahead and intentionally walk him. Don't get mad to at the this man for day, swinging. I get a green light on on three zero, and I've had a green light on three zero my entire baseball or softball playing career. There is not a single unwritten rule in baseball that takes the batter takes the bat out of the hitter's hand. Yeah. Not one. The you only- don't tell a guy that's hitting three over three fifty over a ten game span to yeah. s- just watch a three zero pitch. It's, if it's and then the Padres went on to hit four grand slam like four days. It's, it's just to me. I have played baseball. I'm older than y'all, so I understand these unwritten rules to an extent. I understand when they're playing softball, you beating the heck out of a team, you go station to station. That's just, you know, you don't rub somebody's nose in it. But I, I'm telling you this right here. Oh, I like it. I'm look, for it. I'm I, all for it. Tatis hit another one. Here's the way I look at it. Swing, that, it. swing it, son. Why you get mad at the kid for swinging 3 out? That don't make no sense. That kid has just got into the major leagues. I'm all for bat flips. If you don't like it, strike him out. 
It was like Cam when he was dancing in the end zone. Yeah. If you don't like it, stop me. Yeah. Plain simple. Stop My me. thing is like the whole three other thing what gets me is if the whole purpose was to walk him, why not just go ahead and intentionally walk him and get yeah. it over with? Right here. Right yeah. Just go ahead. Yeah. They don't even have to do that no more. They just say they're gonna walk him and they go. They don't have to throw yeah, the pitches anymore. Exactly. It's ridiculous. But if you're trying to it's pitch, you like get him to. Never seen that before. Barry Bonds used to get intentionally walked with the bases loaded all the time. It's yeah. not yes. like we've never seen it before. But like, like with him, like he's such a disciplined hitter, he's not gonna chase much. No. Especially when they're already killing you and he's already hitting Queensland. Like, yeah. <laughs> more more often than not, a three zero pitch is gonna be a fastball, and it's yeah, normally right down be, the middle. Yeah. It's go- normally going to be right around the plate because the pitcher's trying to throw a strike. So mm-hmm. that gives the, gives the hitter the opportunity because he knows it's coming, and it, and once he sees it's right in the wheelhouse, he's going to take his take his hack at it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we got the NBA players going on right now. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I didn't like – this player right here I, I never really liked until I seen him this year and what decision he made, and that's Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I seen what he did with Sixers. We played with Sixers. What the Sixers done? They they're down until it. He just went to Miami, oh, yeah. and he's he's got everybody binding in that system. Dude, they playing good basketball. That dude's a that dude is a. They got a tough series player, next though. Know? They got the Bucks. What the Bucks? It don't matter. You do do like Toronto See, did last year. Built the wall. I don't think I don't think the Bucks are built for a no, championship. I don't just either. not not. But they're they're tough. They're gonna be a tough team to be. I mean, it ain't gonna be. They ain't gonna sweep the Bucks. I don't think. No, they won't no. sweep them. It's gonna be a great. If the, series. Bucks, if the Bucks make it past past this series, they're gonna be too beat up. Boston will tear them apart coming up here soon. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. The Celtics are amazing. I, I hate him because Celtics he went are to a Duke. scary team. Jason I Taylor. hate him because he went to Duke. But I sw- he is my favorite Duke player. I believe I've ever seen. That Jason Taylor, he he's he's better than I thought he was gonna be. He dude, I I wanted Charlotte to get him so bad, but they didn't. And this year, Charlotte Hornets. Speaking of the Hornets, they actually get the third pick in the draft. They're gonna mess which, it up. Which is and they're gonna mess it up. Yeah, but see the thing is, there is two big guys that I was like, if they can just get top two pick, they'll take the big guy and we'll be fine. Which they'll one? T- they'll take the the guy from Memphis, or they'll take the uh, Anthony the, Edwards. Yeah, or the other guy. But no, they're going to with third pick. They're going to get another six foot six wing, which they do not It'll freaking be a white need. Dude. He can't dribble. Uh, Obi Topin is literally the exact same player as Miles Bridges. Yeah, and yeah. watch them. Watch Michael Jordan take him again. No, he's going to take. No, he's going to take. He's going to take uh, the ball kid. Hey, if the ball kid falls to Charlotte, ah. they'd be stupid not to take him. Just put his fans in seat. I hope to goodness they keep that <laughs> circus away from the Queen City. <laughs> You go have LeVar Ball living in your city. How's that make you feel? As long as he stays away from my side of town, I, I don't <laughs> care what he does. Ashton does not like him so bad. But Ashton, just, I, I might ride by I might ride by his house in Myers Park if uh, if I'm <laughs> heading out that way to work one day. <laughs> might have to stop at the Harris Teeter on the way home and grab me a few dozen eggs. Right, right, right. Lucas, Lucas been playing good. I'm gonna tell you right now, Luca. I, you know. You know, I know there's a lot of racial tension going on. That's a bad But I can boy. honestly, honestly he's not say. Even white. He's Sylvanian. Uh, he's white. He's, he's Sylvanian. White. White. Tell you what he is. He's the great white hope. He's he's bad. He's the second coming of Larry Bird. That dude is bad. He's a bad. He's a bad. Um, the where the first team swept in in a playoff series this year. Um, and they fired their coach today. Um. We knew he was going to be the scapegoat for that, but 
that's a terrible roster that the Sixers have. They're they're a playoff team in the East, but they've got no bench. They're not a championship built roster. They've got I think they're going to take one year with their new guy next year to try and get it together. If they don't win anything next year, they're going to blow the whole thing up. And then the fans are going to have to trust the process for another yeah. seven. Or well, I'm going to tell you right now, here's what I would love to happen. Cause you know, I've heard on the radio, you know, who should, who should have been around Embiid or Ben Simmons? I personally hope they get rid of Embiid and Embiid will come to Charlotte. He's that big man that Charlotte needs. You put that around what they got building there. Charlotte, Charlotte's too small market for any big name free agent to to come here. Like they're gonna have to nail, they're gonna have to nail this number three pick, and they're gonna have to get it right if they're gonna have any hope of attracting any sort of big name free agent in the next few years. All right, look, Melinda, look, I, I had you back and stuff. Now you're saying go do. You posted that crap. You gotta talk to Sissy yeah, to Friday that's, night. That's, Ashton, that's the one red flag. Ashton, really, dude? You're dating a Duke girl? No, they're just going on a date. They're not officially. I don't know. It might be official dating. She had us okay, ask the question. Don't you put that so. evil on me, Bobby Jack. Don't you put that evil on dude, me? What? <laughs> Look at that. It's funny because his you name is Bobby Jack. And this dude, she says, "Go Duke." I, I, I can't. I have, and you're actually going on a date with her. She better be fine. She she's very she's very beautiful. Oh oh, okay. She's, she is very beautiful. Beautiful. See, see the way you say that. She's yeah. very, very even beautiful. I can make beautiful. Once in a while. Beautiful. She's beautiful. You're beautiful. Hey, you have a Duke though. Huh? Yeah, Duke. Don't say that word. Hey, Jamar Stevens. Look what Jamar said. I forgot about Elton Brand runs that stupid. That's what's wrong with him. Is that Elton? Mm. You have Elton Brand needs to have enough money to pay off like you do at Duke. You know, you know they pay off some players coming to Duke. Oh yeah, yeah I can't see what he said, but I'm sure Jam said something pretty stupid. No, he no, said that no. was legit. He said Duke player runs an organization that tells you everything you need to know. Basically. Yeah, it's legit. Jam's legit. And then of course we got uh, the the second greatest player. Look, I'm I need to address something right now. Okay, I got to address something right now. I'm sorry, Ashton. This Again. is to my cousin. <laughs> ah, it's your Chris. show. <laughs> this is to my cousin Chris Mintz. Chris Mintz. Chris Mintz. Chris Mintz, if you're watching, pay attention. Put the cheeseburger down and pay let, attention. Let me tell you something. I'm tired of you every time LeBron wins a game. You text me saying he's the go. He's go. LeBron James is dookie. He's not in Michael Jordan's gym. He don't even get to wear his shorts. He can't even carry the man's laundry bag. So you need to stop trying to put my put LeBron James in Michael Jordan's car. It don't happen, Jack. It don't. So just stop it. LeBron said they didn't win the first game because of the fans. I, no fans. I bet you Kenny will be saying go Lakers after they win the finals this year. No, They're not winning the finals this year. No. The Clippers thought they were. Then Lucas said. Mm, Paul, jo- Paul, George, Paul George. Paul George. Rockets thought they were. Paul George didn't show up. Paul, Paul George never shows up. Yes, yes, Jim. We'll get you on for a Bash LeBron episode. Yeah, that's every it's episode. <laughs> it's almost every episode. Thanks, Daddy. I thank you for coming in with it's that bash comment. Bash Duke, I, Bash LeBron episode. I'm just telling you. But guys, we have kept Ashton long enough. He's got to go hit softballs probably. Yeah, he's working. He's got to get ready for his date. Got to get ready, Daddy. Friday get night. Get your haircut. Play a big dog. Shave up a little. Yeah, put some beard oil in the beard. Get, get you some smelly good. Get that old spice deodorant. Nice Carolina blue dress shirt. Yep, that's right. <laughs> That's right. You know. I, pre- I appreciate it. Hey, from, from two guys that are 
Very much so. Out kicking their coverage. I think I can heed that advice for a little That's bit. Straight gas, right? Hey, I said what I said. I out kick mine by a lot. Hey, Cassidy. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much for coming on Ashton, man. Yeah, buddy. Hey, appreciate, appreciate it. it guys. Thank y'all. See y'all soon. All right, buddy. But, uh, we're yeah. out. So, Thorn Lads of Sports. Follow us, like us, invite your friends, tell them they YouTube, have to. Everything. We own every, everywhere. Everywhere. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. We almost forgot something. What we no, got? We almost forgot something. Got a shout out to, uh, oh, listen. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right here. We got our Marty Ray Project hat. Yeah, check it out. Marty Ray. Let me make y'all big. Sorry, Ashley. Oh, hang on, Ashley. You got to go away for a second. Yeah. <laughs> right here. You ain't going to hang up. But... Look right here. Marty Bam. Ray. Marty Ray Project. Got the hats. Telling y'all right now, go get that big man a follow. They're really comfy, too. I'm... I like. It's a comfortable everything. hat. It is solid gear. It is really. It's from Bangladesh. Nice, nice trucker hat. <laughs> Richardson cap. If you've ever played softball, you know what the Richardson caps are. They're nice. They're really nice. They make good quality stuff. Telling y'all, check that out. Even your daddy's calling oh, inside me. It's gonna be one of the Christmas presents. <laughs> Two side meat from daddy. And he did give me the nickname side meat. So y'all definitely go get Marjorie Project. Get that dude a follow. Go listen to his more stuff on YouTube. It's amazing. Yeah. Telling you guys. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Next Tuesday night. Peace. Yeah.